Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks out a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are starting a brand new franchise as I'm the one that got to pick it. And we are doing the Terminator franchise. Well, we think we're doing all of them. We think we're not. Who knows? But we're starting it off with the very first one, the Terminator. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. I mean, I say screw it. Let's just let it rip. Let's do them all. Also, Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Today I learned that this movie is called The Terminator. I don't think yeah. I ever knew that till today. <laughs> the Terminator, yep. And um, the boyfriend that gets his ass handed to thinking that he could take uh, The Terminator 101. That's one Keith Swetland. We, we should have done a bit where I started to do a sexy thing on the podcast <laughs> and then thought I was on a different podcast and then just started it over. <laughs> but, I would have uh, I allowed it. Yeah, very good horny moment. Wholesome. Wholesome. Very wholesome. But um, uh, No, I think what we'll do over the next, what, four to seven movies that we're going to do? Is, uh, four to six. This is going to be a prime example of, because I one of the, like, we've been doing franchises for a long time now on this podcast. And one of the things that we have to, that we come up with is like, when does a series take a shit? And the real question that we're going to have to like spend a lot of time on is one versus two. That's like the eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm excited to go into that as we like go which one. Forward. Yeah. Because like there are others, be, like we can argue about be, the others, but they're bad. To, <laughs> be, to be frank, when, like when the franchise peaks type thing, you know, it's like yeah. it's three. Like three is like, okay, three is like, okay, now we fall. Oh, three is so bad. <laughs> three is Granted, now, I've never, I fall. haven't seen like the future ones. Yeah. And I've heard those are like abysmal. And yeah, I still stand I, I, that the newest one is good. Like that's going to be it's going to be one, two and seven, seven, six. That are six, the only ones yeah. I think are good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it peaked at three and then it's the fun stuff of like no, peaked hey, at two and then peaked went. at two. Yeah. Then three. But um, and then the hour and 15 minute movie, I think that is three or whatever. And I, I I got rudely berated for it, but I'm excited to think three. We're gonna see three. Hey, I texted I texted I, I Keith. Was, I was wondering if you're gonna hold on to that. Oh, he did. <laughs> uh, I texted Keith. I'm like, I'm the madman here. I'm watching Genesis right now. Like a day after a day after, like we talked about what movie we were. But did you work I'm your like, way to Genesis? No, no, no. I was just on TV and I put it on oh, for the S and G's. You're a crazy person. No one should ever just be like, oh, that's on TV. I'll watch it. Hey, I'll watch, hey, it I'll, was like, it was, <laughs> there was nothing on. All right. There was nothing on. You really literally have a wall of movies you could put on at any moment. Most of them you know how hard it is to get up and, you know, pick one okay. movie. And you have literally almost everything that's ever been made at your fingertips at any moment. I do. That's true. Um, the Terminator did come out October 26, 1984. With a runtime of one hour forty seven minutes, directed by one James Cameron. I don't know if he's a he's a he's a okay act director. You know, not. <laughs> eh. uh, he oh, has, I'd say mid. Mid. <laughs> he's directed such movies as Terminator, uh, The Terminator, Terminator Two, Judgment Day, True Lies. So there's his three Arnold movies. Uh, Avatar. Dude, he's got three Arnold movies. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Avatar, Avatar 2, Avatar 9, 10, 11, well, how many they're going to be doing. Uh, the Titanic, uh, The Abyss. So he's I done. Don't a... think I knew he did The Abyss. 
He's done also, let's not forget his best fake movie he ever did for Entourage, where he directed the first Aquaman. I never watched Entourage. Never is, watched is, it. Yeah, is that um, is that it's a James Cameron? Well, he there's a because the, like it's all about this dude who becomes an actor in Hollywood. Oh yeah, and he doesn't want to do uh, superhero movies because like it was before superhero movies actually got big, and he's like, I don't want to wear a suit and get typecasted as a superhero. And then it turns out James Cameron's going to make the movie, and he's like, "All right, I'm in." Also, oh, forget whoever the the lead actor guy was was of Entourage, and Mandy Moore was supposed to be the female love interest in the movie. And I'm like, <laughs> that would have been a better movie than the actual than the actual Aquaman movie we got. I also Damn. forgot. Yeah, James Cameron <laughs> did direct Aliens, the sequel to Alien. Mm-hmm. So he has a few big names under his. Uh, you know, he's got. It, isn't the... he technically also the record holder for the deepest dive in the ocean? <laughs> He's the Titanic, weird. yeah. Well, no, he not just, the Titanic. He went down just in life. Like that. Just in life. Just in life. What's that? What's that yeah. trench place? The Mariana. Yeah, I think he went down the Mariana trench. He um, yeah, I think, also. I think he's got. Sorry. Go no. Go ahead. Mine was oh, see, a joke. I... Okay. No, I think he's got like. Don't 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 at me or correct me. I think he's got like three of the five top grossing films of all time. I can find that for you right now. <laughs> um, but he also just came out with the whole jokingly thing of um, uh, could Jack survive on the piece of wood? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the Titanic. And it was just like, yeah, you he could have like after. Um, well, he was on Myth, Mythbuster, Mythbusters did that in an episode and he was on that episode. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Uh, he was like, I mean, yeah, he could have lived, but that's not as good a story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got uh, all time to do the thing that says all time, um, all time top life lifetime gross movies. Uh, Keith, he's at number four and eight and ten gotcha. because Star Wars Force Awakens is still the number one. It's fucking Force Awakens, <laughs> so gross. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this movie stars one Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Michael Bean, Paul Winfield, and uh, Lance Hendrickson, one of uh, uh, James Cameron's ghosts, too, because he's in like a lot of James Cameron's movies. Uh, Earl Bowen, the doctor, Bill Paxton, he's in it. But oh, yeah, he's like a tr- big character, right? That's his yep. thing is that he's been like in all the major sci fi movies. Aliens, Game Over, man. He's in Titanic. He's in. He he's one of the first. He's one of the only actors in the world to die by a predator, a Terminator, and a alien. <laughs> so good on him. Uh, and our our uh, ba- our boy Keith, Brian Thompson. That Reese. No more combat annihilation. Oh shit! Shao Kahn, baby. Oh man! Wait, Wait who, he was in this movie. What who, was he? Yeah. Oh, was he the? He cop? was one of the. He was one of the punk guys. Oh, oh was he God really? Damn it, yeah, he, wow. yeah, he was. Yeah. He yeah, was he one was. of the punk guys. Yeah. He got Shao to see Arnold Schwarzenegger was... full frontal. Yeah. Dude. Blu-ray. Was that like? Was that real? Yeah. A little shadow we saw fly through. So I think. Shot? Did, so okay, we got to address the full frontal right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> so break it down. I think HBO Max's version made it more blurry. Uh, seen... The the version I watched, uh, it, I just saw the shadow. 
Yeah, I watched Max. I mean, and it was like kind of blurry. No, there's no way HBO of all people would do that. Yeah, but I mean, it it gets filtered through all like the bougie media companies, and like I feel like on the like the disc version, it's like a little more. It's like oh, that's just a dawn. It could just be the way like you've watched it. Like it could just be the up resin. Like I've seen like blacks make it worse. I've seen Mm -hmm. the GIF online of it, and I'm like, yep, that that's uh, there. It is. So, like, here's a real question. Is Arnold just a shower, not a grower? Or does he actually also grow that thing? Because, my God. I'm going to assume he just has a powerfully huge dong. That is going to... Yeah. But I'm, I'm, well, at this point, I'll, I'll bet it got smaller later. You know? <laughs> is that is that what you're telling <laughs> what, yourself? What are you trying to say there, Keith? <laughs> I mean, you know, all them steroids and bodybuilding stuff. I mean, he'd already <laughs> been doing that at that point. Yeah, but he's, yeah. he's pretty young, you know? Do that hit and also it doesn't shrink your shaft, it shrinks your balls. I mean it ergo ecto facto. It probably uh, uh, probably got smaller. <laughs> there it is. We'll, we'll settle this by the time we hit Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> Even We're if it did it. Keep, it's still putting us to shame, let's be honest. It's, it's good. It's good. It's, really, it's, it's good. good. It it's adds good. a whole star to this review. There it is. <laughs> so what's what did what's your uh history with uh the terminator and then what did you think of it watching it this time around i'll go first since there's awkward sure. I, this is my first time watching the terminator what? cool cool the first ever terminator movie i actually saw was the third one <laughs> what <laughs> yeah because yeah, i mean, like, like that fucking galaxy brain over here <laughs> because like that was just that was the type of movie my mom wasn't going to let me watch like at a younger age. And for whatever reason, like I just never hooked back around to the Terminator movies. So like I watched three. That was terrible. I never watched any of the future ones. And then I watched six and I enjoyed six. So like one and two, these will be my like, I know oh. of them. I know what's happening in them. Oh, but this is oh yeah. I'm going in dark to these. Hell yeah. So this is my first time and I'll have some takes, but the ending is probably like peak perfect horror sci-fi. So it 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 makes up for what I think is some rough stuff in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Also, like some of the people complaining, like I saw stuff online where it's like, you're going to watch this movie. You need to overlook the campy stuff from the 80s. I'm like, what? Dude. Why are you complaining about that? This movie was made in 1984 and it looked outside of the like weird cut to robot like Schwarzenegger when he has his eyes eyes out. That looks yeah. terrible. Everything else in this movie hel- holds up. Like the stuff from the future besides like Oof. besides the odd amount of skulls on the ground cuz that's just like weird holds up for me. Like the future stuff was fine. So yeah, I I came away in the end very impressed because I thought the last third of the movie saves what could have been a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Keith, well, <clears throat> so I also I I watched two first in my life because it was it's the it's two's the most famous one by miles. Like I think that's pretty pretty agreed upon. But so this one it was the same thing. I, I it was too R rated for me to watch when I was young. And I think I caught two at a sleepover. And I remember just being blown away at the special effects in two. So I didn't watch one until shit, late 20s or something. 
So watching it again recently, actually, and I've, I've watched, I went through the Terminator movies maybe a couple of years ago and watching it again, just reminded about like, oh yeah, Terminator one's like really good. Like people sleep on this movie. Everyone, everyone raves about two, but one, it's like, it clips along. It's like, I was never bored. I've, I've got a note in there about how like this movie does exposition dumps well. <laughs> so I'm like, the, the, the pacing was impressed me. Visuals impressed me. This movie, mm. it was, I was never, I was impressed at how I never got bored. Yeah. Um, the Terminator. I, I've seen this, I don't know how many times. I've seen two more than this one, but I've seen this a plenty of times. My parents did let me watch these movies when growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember watching two first, but like, honestly, it's like one of those things of watching two. Like one week and then literally watching this one the next week type. Like it wasn't that far of a time frame jump for me to uh um when I watched them. But I remember watching these all the time. And watching it this time around, I had fun. Again, it's the turn I'll I'll just I'll say it now and I'll say it in Terminator 2. Terminator 2 Judgment Day is maybe in my top three movies of all time. I can Damn. say that. I can say that. If not, top I mean, it's, five, it's but, your list. I mean, I think yeah. you're allowed to say whatever the fuck you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it's one of those Easy things that as movie as <laughs> movies come out and it's just like, oh, does it go? But like, Terminator Three is in. If I had a top five, <laughs> I'm it's sorry, in what? My top, huh? What what ones in your top five? Oh, Terminator Three is in my top yeah. five. Obviously, <laughs> Judgment Day is in my top three. <laughs> see what I'm saying here? But no, Terminator Two, Judgment Day is in my top three movies of all time, and uh, and. uh I thoroughly like this is a sleeper movie. I think I agree with Keith because people, if you think Terminator, you think Terminator 2. And I'll be honest, I was caught off guard by the uh, naked Arnold scene because I was fully prepared for the one in the biker bar that's in two. Yeah, I was I was like, oh, there's a there's a different one. And I was like, oh, that must be two then. Yeah. When he's just overlooking L.A. with his fucking hog out, just looking out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that made me I'm smile am- ear to I'm ear. I'm amazed man. those kids didn't back down the minute he was just walking up <laughs> with that hog hanging out. Like, why? Yeah. Why are you trying to come to this guy? Look, I mean, look laundry day, that. huh? Laundry day, huh? Um, <laughs> but you know, it was I. And I had fun watching this movie. But like these, like the Terminator, these t- first two Terminator movies for me, I can look at the fo- look at my phone and not pay attention. But I know where it's at in the movie that I I'm still. Atten- you know, paying attention to it at all times. I'm like, okay, uh, here's the car chase scene. Here's, you know, Kyle's about to get shot. Boom, you know, type stuff like that. Like for me, I can be like, yep, this is easy for me to follow, even if I'm not paying attention. But I digress because I've seen this movie plenty <laughs> of times. So, Rick, give us the plot to The Terminator. Boys and girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot. To the term, sorry, I had a weird swallow there. To <laughs> the Terminator, that was that caught me off guard. I apologize for that. The year night, I believe, nineteen eighty-four. I forget if they established Correct. what the actual year was. Eighty-four, nineteen eighty-four. The future is now. Uh, mankind lost a war and a nuclear apocalypse that the machines caused. All things I learned from Terminator 3. <laughs> <laughs> don't they do the speech? Sorry, don't they do the speech yeah. in 3? 
well, like the the Kyle's mom, the Kyle, the Kyle, uh, the John John Connor's mom. Speech. Dude, I'll be honest. It's been like oh. I only ever I can saw tell three you... in theaters when it originally opened. <laughs> I can tell you that they have uh, Sarah Connor do like um, on a no, no. That's a Salvation. That's she a famous like a speech, voice, like the yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a voice recording. Yeah, in the future movies. But yes, uh, the Terminator, played by one Arnold Schwarzenegger, has been sent back in time from 2029 to prevent the birth. Well, I guess the future birth of one John Connor, Connor from one Sarah Connor, to prevent the comeback. I would say of the humans. He is nothing but built to be an unstoppable killing machine, and his only goal in life is to kill Sarah Connor. But one Kyle Reese also gets sent back in time by John Connor to be his dad <laughs> and protect one Sarah Connor so that the future can maintain what it already is. Will Sarah Connor survive? Will Reese become John Connor's dad? Man, future stuff gets weird. Find out all this and more in The Terminator. If you think that's weird, Rick, if we're doing all of them, wait for Genesis, okay? Oh, it, I know. They, like, they literally yeah. break their own canon in the future movies. Yes. Yeah. Like, they actually, like, honestly, besides the fact that John Connor pimps out his dad to send back to bang his mom so he can get born, which is a very weird thing to give a photo to a guy to get him infatuated with your own mom to make sure he becomes your dad. Does he know that? Oh, yes. Well, John Connor knows because you in the end of the movie, Sarah Connor's putting that into the tape and she says, I don't know what to tell you. It's weird to tell you because if I tell you this, maybe you don't send him back, but you have to send him back. So he becomes your dad. Yeah, it's one of the things that fully knows that he's sending his own because he also because John Connor also gave him the picture of his mom. Yeah, that gets taken. Connor 100% knows he's uh. They actually like honestly for like as messed up as like future writing can be and as many problems I had like with the script, which was probably more just some of the really bad actors in the beginning of the movie and how they like acted. The acting in this movie to me outside of like a few people is fucking atrocious. The writing Mm. of that (laughs) is actually like really solid. It's just weird that John Connor had to send his dad back to bang his mom. Like he like that is like in candy. He had to be like, all right, dad, you need to go back and bang mom now. So it's I like can one of those born. things. It's like one of those things you're joking about, um, like back to the future makes all those references and stuff or, or, you know, family guy and everything does like that routine of, uh, sending back Marty. And she's like, nope, nope, we're not doing this game. But well, the, it's the, if you guys heard of the Terminator paradox, like, you heard that phrase before I'm, I'm trying to look up a good definition of it but like john connor should never have been born as he's only born when he goes back in time yet in order to go back in time john connor must have been born so like there's it's diff- it's a difficult loop to like make Isn't solid. That the problem though and like with any like future stuff yeah because like, it implies it implies technically everything has already happened yeah <laughs> i believe like, uh x-men days of future past yeah. nailed it perfectly nailed it <laughs> no so like example it's like that you know we bring it up so, like me and the producer were rewatching um, Smallville, the show about young Superman. 
And one of the episodes, it's him going back in time to fix something that happened. And like the after it all happens, then it's like, what happened to the Clark Kent that is in the current time? Because he never went back to the future. He just stayed in the future in the past. He never went back to the future. He just stayed in the past. So everyone's like, Zen's like the whole time, like, what happened to the current day that, you know, there's two Clark Kens at this moment right now. And I'm like, yes. Well, technically, then the other guy always goes back to the past. So then the guy who went back to the past then just becomes the current day Clark Kent. Exactly. That's how that's how we're playing the game. See, and technically, Uh, Keith. If we're looking at the way time travel really works and why, like, the (laughs) whole time travel paradox thing doesn't work is that it's in sending the machine back, you, you're not going to change anything because technically it's already happened. And sending it back, you're not changing anything because it would have already been changed and already been affected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when you get into like quantum blanky, like blinking at like universes shit that you have to use to justify it. <laughs> yeah. I was okay so, with it. <laughs> so, so some fun facts about the movie. Uh, Schwarzenegger tried to avoid Linda Hamilton and Michael Bean as much as possible because nice. since he's the since he's the Terminator, he it's wanted to know. Because he's bad at acting and like had to give himself extra tricks. Well, uh, fun st- first so- of all, how dare you say Arnold Schwarzenegger? As much as I like, he is very much like has a role. I would never actually say Arnold Schwarzenegger is bad at acting. Oh no, he's it, in this role is spectacular. He was. Only I would say in almost any role Arnold does, he's actually like an actual. I would say he's at worst an above average actor. <laughs> this is the so this is like uh, Arnold's. Let me see where where we're at with Arnold and his acting career, um, because this is still like new Arnold to the fact. Dude, I was looking he, at I was looking at his run around then. Yeah. Holy shit! Oh well, yeah, Arnold here. He did Conan the Barbarian, then Terminator, then Red Sonia, uh, Sonia the then Commando, Commando oh, then yeah. <laughs> Raw Deer Deal, Predator, The Running Man, then Red Heat, Twins, Total Recall, Kindergarten Cop, Terminator 2, Last Action Hero, True Lies, Junior, Eraser, Jingle All the Way, Batman and Robin, End of Days. Do you think True the- Lies kind of? Do you think True Lies kind of ends it? Uh well you have true lies and then it's like junior people liked erasers another action jingle all the way we talked about how we liked Batman and Robin end of days the sixth day you know like that's a that is from okay, early early nineties Arnold Arnold's done eighty four to ninety seven <laughs> yeah that's all and, him. So, and like what's the worst thing that came out about Arnold is that he had an affair yes. I think he's just an asshole, also. Man, no, it's the, that's uh, never he, what I've heard. Arnold's like it's supposedly just, like a really good guy. He's a really good guy. It's just that the the affair came out and that kind of you know dampered him. But and I mean honestly, you know. outside of the three upstanding gentlemen in this room who would never cheat on our partners, mainly for the fear of the death we would then entail. Uh, yeah, I would get killed. Um, a lot of people cheat. And I'm not one to judge, especially when you married into like a weird Kennedy family that Arnold married into, which I'm sure is just fucking like insane. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what Maria Shriver was. She was a Kennedy. Yes. Uh, but the idea but for my for Arnold here, he had a total of I want to say 16 lines. In this whole movie, because he's still like. 
he knows English, but it's still not like. <laughs> but I mean, it's also know. like he's a cyborg. He didn't really need yeah. to talk in this movie for it to be effective. Yeah. Um, Boy, one of the things that like really hit me that I started that I kind of keyed in on this viewing of the movie is at what point they reveal that he's a robot. Because I'm imagining myself not knowing anything about the Terminator franchise going in. Uh-huh. Like, like maybe I didn't even see a movie trailer in 84 or whatever going to this movie. It's like the big popular movie that weekend. And all of a sudden, like he has a glowing red eye and he has like shit in his arms or he survives a bunch of gunshots. Why do you survive those gunshots? It's like, so I paused it and looked and it's like a third of the way through the movie. Yeah. yeah it'd be when they're at the techno place. Right. When he gets well, just fucking like he gets up shot at, and but yeah. again, the cops think he's high on PCP, yep. and he well, the cops do. But by that time, yeah, yeah. the Hamilton knows. Yeah, yeah I so love like, the cops in this movie. They were so funny. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone else also make a joke when the dude's like, "Don't worry, honey. There's 30 cops in this police station." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that would make me more afraid. <laughs> well, and the uh, it was just I, I I laughed. No, I think. They made that joke because he's like, oh, he's a Terminator. Like, they don't stand a chance. <laughs> I like that part. Um, I had the list. I think he killed 37 people in this movie. Dude, that opening kill, too. That was probably the most gruesome thing he did in the movie. Yeah, the, the camera always pans away. It's just like, this movie's not that gory, really. It's not. It's, it's so like, I was talking with Zen about this. How... If you think about it, it's like, okay, yeah, this is like a horror movie in that faction of like, if I like to compare it to um, Halloween, how the fact that in Halloween, it's Michael Myers who's going after Laurie Strode. And these, it's the Terminator going after Sarah Connor. See, and, and I came into the movie with that belief that it was going to be a horror film. I didn't get that vibe till the end of yeah. the movie. To the yeah. end, like at the end of the movie, it feels like that horror. But up yeah. until the point where like, Literally, like after the big rig explodes and yeah. like all his skin gets melted off, it felt more like just an action movie to that point. Yeah, like people had said before, like no, that's a horror movie, not an action movie. I'm like it's a horror movie at the end. Yeah, it's an action horror that, movie. It's that an way. action movie. Yeah. Um, he killed. Yeah, he kills twenty-seven people. He kills the punker by ripping the heart out. He kills the gun store owner. Hey, you can't do that, wrong dude. That seems that was fucking violent. Dope. That, that seems so violent. So dope. <laughs> Uh, he kills the first two Sarah Connors. Are you Sarah Connor? Yes. Boom, boom, boom. God damn. Uh, he kills uh, Sarah Connor's roommate and boyfriend, the uh, three tech noir patrons, and then 17 uh, police officers and kills Sarah Connor's mother off screen. God, that scene was fucking traumatic, too. Where like oh, that was violent. he'd already killed her mother and just taught straight up talking to her as the mom. Yeah, and I oh, and she fun. thought everything was she thought everything was okay too. Yeah, like <laughs> that's so fucked. It's a it's the fun thing of watching that movie, watching it, and be like, like imagine they make, the f- they make references to this and and the way the thing that Terminator does, they make references in Terminator too. And I'm like, ah, it makes it makes sense. It makes more sense this time around. <laughs> Like think like we never see the scene, but think about the scene after everything she'd been through and tries to go see her mom to yeah. find out that her mom also got killed. So that's but like it's really just her now. Yeah. So like so much of this movie this movie is since I, I didn't watch it till later and I'd seen two like a bunch before I watched this one. Like this movie is an amazing setup to two. Like just Yes, it is. Because it really like it 
Sarah Connor has has a lot of depth. Like when two come by the end of this movie, Sarah Connor is like, "Oof, man, you've seen some shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know some things." Because <laughs> it, like it, it, for me, I I jokingly do I compare I go back to the Halloween stuff because if Keith knows in Halloween twenty eighteen, Laurie Strode is now Sarah Connor in the way of you know the way she looks, the way she has a arm a, a garage full of weapons, you know. So like that's yeah. what we that's what we're getting into with Sarah in the next movie. I'm totally because um, I'm terrible at remembering names. I'm blinking, but it's also like the main girl from Scream. Uh, oh, yeah. Nev Campbell. Yeah, like it fits Sydney. into that role. Yeah, <laughs> of like you've been through so much. You're strong, like you're borderline a superhero at this point, but like you are broken. Well, and the mm-hmm. world thinks you're insane. I, I like that about like she's in a mental hospital later. <laughs> that's a, that's awesome. Yeah, I wonder how they justified like the entire wiping out of the police precinct. Like I would assume there was video evidence of what happened. Mm-hmm. But, like, how do they take that? Like watching this dude get shot up. <laughs> That seems like some Terminator Salvation shit. Like if they like, oh, we found the arm in the plant where his arm was squished, and we yeah. backwards backwards technologyed, and the, it always was going to happen. You're, you're find out later on. Yeah. Uh, some some of the things that are funny is that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Cameron, really kind of did not want to work with Schwarzenegger, so he went out to lunch with them to see if uh, nice. uh they could get in an argument and be like, no, nah, we're not, we're not, we're not working on this guy. Hey, did they, um, was their lunch under, underwater? It might be, uh, Schwarzenegger originally was considered to be play Kyle Reese, but instead, uh, of the Terminator, um, but, uh, James Cameron envisioned, uh, Kyle Reese being a non bulky and more sensitive man. So with less, uh, enthusiastic about casting a former Mr. Universe in a pivotal role. Um, but yeah, he he planned to pick a fight with Schwarzenegger out with uh because and then he, so he could claim that he couldn't it was impossible to work with him, but against expectations, <laughs> so Schwarzenegger like in, and him although, got along just fine. I feel like in 1982, when this meeting probably happened, there was just like yeah. a pound of cocaine. <laughs> it seems like a very cocaine-y movie. And then uh, another day, uh, Honorable went to lunch and he forgot that he had on his missing eye makeup and exposed jawbone and b- burned flesh. So it was too That's late so for him funny. to. I always think because I feel like that story comes out with a lot of movies. I always feel like it's made up and they were just like doing a bit. <laughs> or look at, I mean, like, dude, um... you got to think about it. Like that stuff's put on you so well and you've been like you've been going at it for so long that like you're probably just tired and hungry and like not yep. thinking about it oh no well, that makes sense i just like how easy is it to tell some inner rolling stone interviewer in 1999 that like oh i didn't even know like look at colin farrell <laughs> he did it for the penguin in the batman he like he went in his yeah. makeup just because that it's um, also feasible that like he just had scenes later so like he couldn't yeah. take it off yeah that, that, yeah. that's what, yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to take a guess uh, who originally they wanted to be play the Terminator? Oh, God. God I'm not going to have any idea no for idea. the early 80s. John claude Van Damme. <laughs> uh, Stallone? Is Stallone no. big in the 80s yet? Oh, he was considered. He was considered. Uh, but oh, this Dustin guy, Hoffman. Nope, nope, nope. I'll give you a hint. He's a football player. Mean Joe Green? Nope. Um... Did he, he strangle his wife? The juice is loose God as they it. considered OJ Simpson, but the producers feared that he was too nice and to be <laughs> taken seriously as a cold blooded killer. Love it. Love it. 
What a what a nice story. <laughs> Um, in 1990, Dark Horse Comics printed issues using his likeness before the trial of the, as him as a Terminator. So yes, Jesus uh, oh, Christ. But that's one of the more uh, historic kind of funny uh, lore of the fact like OJ was going to be like number one on the list of uh of uh consideration for one old Terminator. Um, one of the scenes that. I honestly just caught and it's the scene of Arnold switch uh, chasing them after the, out of the, out of the bar and they blow up the car and then he jumps on them and his hair is like blown well, away. At least his eyebrows are gone. And his yeah. eyebrows were too, but his, his hair was kind of uh, gone too. Um, but I, I, it always bothered me growing up until I'm like, why is his eyebrows gone? Like, what, what's like, well, not why is his eyebrows are gone? I'm like, what is, what's, what's, why is his face so different? I never caught on to it until rewatching. I'm like, his eyebrows are gone because he just ran through an exploding vehicle. Which, God damn it. I fucking hate that Hollywood trope of like, you can shoot a car and it just fucking turns into a fireball. <laughs> such a stupid Hollywood trope that's not like, based in any sort of reality. Yeah. Uh, Schwarzenegger had a, his eyebrows insured by the Lloyds of London as he feared that they might not grow back properly after he shaved them for the scene. Okay, I was wondering if he... Like, God damn, like, how long does it take for your eyebrows to grow back? Well, that's like... That is a big deal because he, like, does those pageants and, like, Mr. Universe shit. Like, that's, yeah, he does. That stuff's important. Uh, the puppet for Arnold Schwarzenegger's face took up to six months to create... Could they not make it look a little bit more like him? Like, holy shit, it looked nothing like Arnold when they cut to that puppet scene. 1984, man. I gotta give it, you know. I mean, it's the one thing, but I mean, like, yeah. you could still make it look something like him. Yeah, there were, there were like what you were talking earlier about, like the effects here. James Cameron is like that genius of the effect of like he's practical or he will do as much as he can to make it perfect. So, you know avatar there's like nine of them so like that's why they're taking 10 years apart but like for me yes the scene of him doing surgery on his eyeball and then cutting to the side cam of his face and then cutting to the full front uh full frontal and it's him you know the fake mask and then like when the terminator skeleton is chasing after them at the end and you can like you can totally t see the it's supposed to be green screen behind, you know, it's just like, dirt, dirt, dirt. but again, See, that stuff doesn't bother me like as much as the fake face. Like, I mean, let's be honest. We still like see scenes like that with green screen today. Yeah. So I'm not mm -hmm. really going to be knocking a 1984 oh, cut of that. Same here. Same here. And no, I the think face, the only thing the with face. the editing and cinematography in this movie that bothered me is just something that they still do today where the cars were driving slow and they just fast forward it to make it look like they were going faster. It yeah. looked that looked fucking awful. So James Cameron uh, went with the guerrilla filmmaking for this movie by going around acquiring permits to film certain scenes. So he uh, this involved the production crew and actors quickly arriving at uh, location, shooting the scene and leaving before the police would arrive. As a result, <laughs> some of the scenes. Uh, some of the uh, few shots are actually everyday citizens completely unaware of what's going on around the movie something you uh, could not do nowadays you would get your ass sued uh, this was also <laughs> used to reshoot when Cameron even called Schwarzenegger up at 3 in the morning to tell him to get to the location uh, in full costume to quickly do a reshoot uh, 
Um, (laughs) Cameron also used the tactic to film the very last scene with Sarah driving off in the desert as it almost backfired as when the police uh, police came around. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, this is like, you can totally tell that this is a 1984 movie, but you can also tell of that guerrilla shooting of like, okay, we're just going to get in here, film quick, get out. Yeah, I visually, I guess before we get too far away from that, the only part, yeah, I agree. The mask thing was the only upsetting thing. Other than that, like this movie, I thought it was beautiful. Like just like the, like everything else in this movie, like the future stuff. The, I, I like the lighting, like the the way they set up the the tunnel and they showed mm-hmm. how horrible things are, but they're all eating the goop and like yeah. robots. And... Yeah, like I thought this well, they movie were excited was... about getting that rat because that was meat. Yeah, like the so kids thought... watching the TV and all it is is just a uh, like okay. A fire. That was that to me was kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> that was such a like her 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 like their TV doesn't work. They're watching fire. <laughs> yeah. And, Hey, in in eighty four that hits, <laughs> but um, and then the ship. I feel like in nineteen seventy seven, Lucas did a ship flying in a little better. Yeah, like uh, but, I mean, there's that's, a, that's like only two little moments. Other than that, this movie like it was like I was just stunned. Like, yeah, I I like I like I one of my favorite scenes is I like the beginning with Kyle running from the police. You know, and like, what year is it when he to ask the bum yeah. and you know, the cop and Scary. stuff, and he steals the bum? But like, I love the scene of him running through like the store and like just finding like, stuff for he can wear. So like, he grabs the Nike high tops and just puts his foot next to him. Like, yep, same size. Here we go. Dude, how much do you think Nike paid for that? Or do you think they had to pay nothing. Nike to get high tops A- in that movie? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I'm calling it now. There was there was some good shoes in this movie. Because they very clearly were like, they like it wasn't like he just grabbed a pair and they just happened to be Nikes. They made sure you saw that those were Nike high tops. There was a row of Nikes. I'm like, we're taking this one. Nikes were, I'm not sure their status in 1984, but they were part of the culture. But yeah, it's probably probably product placement. No, because I mean, Nike (laughs) didn't become like what we know today till Jordan. Mm -hmm. Jordan's what made Nike. Yeah. I mean they were big, but they weren't like what they are now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it's just like I love that scene of him running running, you know, Kyle Reese running from the place and stuff, and then like sneaking around to steal the cop shotgun and like just hiding it in underneath the trench coat and just like trying to casually walk down the street. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome stuff. Like, um, uh, Arnold just coming down and you know just like being as buff as he can ever be for a movie and just be like yeah. all right I'm just gonna rip your heart out there uh thug um so they made they did a James Cameron did a spectacular job of making the Terminator making Arnold just scary as fuck in this movie yes. yeah and I think that I think that's kind of where the horror comparison comes from is that he is like a, an extremely scary character like I I'm calling. Maybe I'll call it now. Probably the scariest, scariest Terminator for the series. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But, um. So that was that's where the movie shines, I think, and where a lot of the stars I'm going to give it come from was just like how. Without without like what he said, he had 16 lines, and they made him that scary just with like environment and like implications. They, they nailed it's it. The, the implications. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's like the it's like the like it's just him being scary because of the fact it's like the first time he kills the first Sarah, it's like, are you Sarah Connor? Yes. And then like just barges the door down 
and just like yeah. put six in her. Well, and to me, the part that most shows that is when they're at the the dance bar, and he's just points the Uzi towards Sarah Connor, and there's like happens to be six or seven people in his way, and he just mows them down without giving a shit. Just all oh, these yeah. strangers. <laughs> just these strangers are the bar. He just blasts them to get to Sarah Connor. It's like I love that scene of him at the they're at the bar and like Arnold walks past her and like she drops something and then like bends over and picks it up and it's like that he's looking at her yep, or looking yep, at her yep. way and it's just like, it's like that. Jaws. It's like, it's that's like a shark. Horror, it's that yeah. horror trope jaws of like she bends down, okay, he's away, you know, keeps walking. Where is where, you know, and then you know, and then she's like, sees Kyle stalking her and stuff. So like, who's the real hero? Who you know? Who's the? I if love he that. Had killed her. Were there more Sarah Connors for him to kill? I can't remember now. There was uh-huh. three total, and he killed two of them before he got to her. Okay, I wasn't. Re- I didn't remember how many Sarah Connors there were. Okay, can we talk about that real quick though? Of how if you showed this to a Gen Z, they'd be <laughs> so fucking confused as to what any of that. Sh- they're gonna be like, "What the fuck's a payphone?" Yeah. Why did why is there just a book in this box with people's at like why are people getting like doxxed <laughs> in just the open street? I'd be like, this right? is so toxic. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just like watching, I'm like, God, there's so many things in this movie that like kids nowadays would have they wouldn't understand what the fucking answering machine is. I wonder if I'm in a phone book. <laughs> that yeah, mm. hubby. I mean, no, I think you they have still to, you make have to the white yourself. pages, don't they? Yeah, they do. Oh yeah, I mean, I you can just get a phone book. <laughs> I'm just curious. I'm curious if I'm in one. <laughs> I don't think you are because you have to have a registered like a uh, house phone and crap like that. Maybe for next episode, I'll uh, get a phone book <laughs> and read it. <laughs> Remember for how long they still like? Because everyone got a fucking phone book for the longest time. Like you would just on like every mm-hmm. year, every other like, year, one would yeah. get dropped off on your doorstep. Oh, I used to use it. Like to like look stuff, <laughs> dude. That's how you had to find the pizza place. That's how I had exactly. to order yep, pizza. Yep, you had yep. to look up the pizza numbers yeah, in the phone. Yeah, book. Coupons in there sometimes. Uh, where is simpler it? There's times? A, there's a now. I just have all my phone. fat stuff just saved in my phone, so I can just push a button and order it. Oh, you remember when they they hit the the the, the rewind noise on the voicemail oh. and then it <laughs> played it? Like it was crazy to think about that. Like. Because that reminded me of the first answering machine my mom had, where like you actually did have to rewind a tape. That's funny. To then play, like there wasn't a digital recording; it was an actual <laughs> tape you had to rewind to play. So I don't know if you guys caught it, but in the when the Terminator is looking up Sarah Connor's address in the phone book, he's using both hands because his left finger points to the man called uh, John L. Connor. No, so he has John Connor's name there, but he's looking uh, at Sarah too. So he's looking at both. So um, this nice. foreshadows Reese telling about how you know it's hers. You know, John Connor's is, will be her son's name and all that stuff. I will say the whole storyline of like, oh, uh, all the data got destroyed, so like they don't know where or when she is, but they know this city and they mm-hmm. know a name. I'm like, that's. That's a little thin. They have like fucking the ability to to destroy the entire world, but like they don't like have him from like records. Uh-huh. But dude, the Skynet stuff, like think about how fucking crazy that is in 1984 and be so close to predicting what would actually happen of having like these 
actual security like systems that luckily aren't AI yet, but like there's still such questions about AI right. and what AI <laughs> could decide to do, like given free reign. I I like I love the future scenes, like what we talked about earlier, but like how I like how they're like so scary. They're scary, they're dark. The gun, like the guns are lasers, and I'm like, that's awesome. The and like, sounds and of them, holy the shit, sounds, the sounds are awesome. Yeah. Um, I, like the scene of the hallway of them, uh, like when the the other Terminator shows up and uh, just on a beefcake and just like lays so down. Like Eastern European handsome. Boys, yeah, dude. What right? what is up with the machines being like? Our Terminators must be hot. <laughs> But it's like that fun if stuff. If you're gonna spend like, the money, you might as well make a. They don't Eastern... have money. They're just machines. Yeah, that's true. They're um, just melting humans down and apparently laying their skulls out in the road for some reason. They um, and when we developed the AI, we imprinted horniness. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, like, so, like, I, like, I it is on the like... internet. It have to be horny, right? <laughs> it's it's is on the internet, so it's true. Uh, Where I is like... your rule thirty four? <laughs> uh. I like the stuff of like the chase scene and like the beginning of them like hiding in the parking lot and the Terminator is like pursuing them and like then the cops show up. Like I like that fear of like them trying to get into a new car and all this and that. Like we gotta go, we gotta go. And then then just the, then they pan the Terminators searching and searching. I'm like okay, here we go. And then the cops show up. I'm gonna derail a little bit because we talked about horniness. I'm gonna say it. I don't think the sex scene was needed. It wasn't needed. It felt so gratuitous. And like, Keith, you brought it up recently where you're like, mm-hmm. there's just not like sex in movies anymore. <laughs> and while this wasn't like Eternals, like terrible sex scene, <laughs> it was kind of a weird out of place sex scene. I, I liked it because I was like, ooh, that's John Connor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he is made. Yeah, that's how I was like. Yeah, I was this- not prepared to be honest to see like, uh linda hamilton boob though that caught me off guard linda hamilton was a babe <laughs> so fun. I, I was saying this now since uh she's a babe to you keith sarah connor is supposed to be 18 in this movie just enough well FYI. that's awkward <laughs> but it's not 17 <laughs> <laughs> boom roasted but um no the, the scene itself was a little clunky but i thought the like the like lore, the implications. The it's like, oh damn, that's John Connor right there. I think you could have yeah. gotten away with that with just doing an implication scene instead of an actual sex <laughs> yeah. scene. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't have yeah. the like candle blow out, <laughs> like or like even yeah. like a Top Gun esque sex scene where uh-huh. it's like they're in bed about to do it yeah. and then you cut away from them before like yeah. we do a weird flip and he has both tits in his hand scene. Yeah, because yeah. well, like a pretty whole... like graphic sex scene. On the whole, like I like I enjoyed their relationship. Like I, I bought it. Like I thought, like for, I could. Uh, their day being uh, the relationship only being a day. No, it was yeah. It's they're both in a very like it's the speed. Well, okay, line. yeah, like, I I I understand what you're saying. It's the very yeah. much like it's not <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. It's not that, but it's the being it's the in like speed. a very like life or death situation. <laughs> yeah. Like mm-hmm. it creates a connection that's undeniable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and their charisma. Maybe it's just like the actor's charisma. I like. Like the, those two, See, that'll... man, I did not like the Reese character, Kyle Michael Bean. I thought his acting was pretty bad through most of the movie. <laughs> I thought Lyndall Hamilton in the early scenes was rough, but God, she really came into her own as the movie went. Like, I thought she really killed it 
basically from like the hotel room on. Yeah. I thought she was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the lizard. The like the lizard friend bit was nice. Was cool, I was like, did, did the lizard get killed? Oh yeah, no, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> that lizard's toast, dude. <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Like, the lizard was so cool, and she loved it. Um, I was you guys hoping the take... lizard would have been in the jeep at the end of it. Oh, that you guys want to cool. take a guess on who uh, Kyle Reese was? Who was considered? Dude. 1984. Is Johnny names. Depp still a thing in 1984? I don't. Not a how thing old yet. Was Johnny Depp in not a thing yet. I'm no Dustin Hoffman, Joe Pesci, uh, Matt Dillon. <laughs> oh oh yeah. my god, that's a name I haven't thought about yeah. in forever. Tommy Lee Jones. That, he was always he's he was always 78 years old. He wouldn't have worked. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. This is how pretty... old is uh, Harrison Ford at this point? Harrison, uh, like that would have been a good role for Harrison Ford. Oh, he's like yeah, like. Either about to do or have just done Blade Runner. Harrison Ford <laughs> at the moment is eighty, so he was forty nineteen forty two. So uh, he was forty about... forty two at the time. Jesus Christ, Harrison Ford is old. Uh, who else? Uh, Mickey Rourke pre surgery. Uh, Christopher Reeve, Kurt Russell, and Bruce Willis. Oh, be well, dude. He wasn't big at the time. He was. He would have been uh, distracting. I'm well, yeah, except <laughs> well, like now. what Joe just said, it wasn't Bruce Willis. I know. Been I'm just thinking Bruce for me Willis. watching in 2020 something. <laughs> Dude, it makes me so sad because like we found all that stuff about Bruce Willis, about like how he's not all there anymore. But you yep. see him like in all these movies that are getting put out because he was just getting like basically old person abused by like his lawyers and shit. Well, it's, it's fucked up because that's like pretty common. That's like everyone knows the Bruce Willis thing now and they still like Amazon Prime's like, check out this new Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like, stop it. Stop doing this. He's yeah. not all there. Yeah. I kind of want to watch um, it. It's like the third. It's, it's a franchise. This new one. Yeah. Where it's like, was it Night? Detective Night? Is that what it's called? I go, this is important. I, I gotta look this up. They're gonna look it up. <laughs> I uh, added a movie to my list where like Oh no, I didn't add the movie because this looked bad. But there's a movie where like he plays a cop opposite like Shocker. Luke Wilson. Oh hell yeah. It looks it oh my god, dude. It looks so bad. Uh James Cameron poured acid on the jacket that Arnold was wearing. Uh I thought you were gonna say he a... poured acid on Arnold. Well he did on in his jacket. <laughs> to make it appear that it's been on fire when the T eight hundred jumps through the flaming car. Arnold mentioned in several interviews that was one of the truly a painful experience. <laughs> no fucking shit. Uh, can we talk? You know, I, Detective I, Night Independence. There is. Key, uh, what did you guys think of the soundtrack? Like the loved it. I think the music. Yeah, the music slaps, slaps in this. Yeah. I think there's one chase scene where like it was like over the top 80s EDM. Uh-huh. That was kind of like weak, but outside of that, like I thought the like chase scene horror like effects were fucking peak in this. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid. I was in the early parts of this movie, some of the sound quality felt really bad. But it was mm-hmm. only for like the opening couple scenes and then it went away. It was just perfect. And I was very confused by that. It sounded like it was like it was John Carpenter music. It was, mm-hmm. it was... Yeah, that's a good comparison. Because and I'm wondering, um, it makes me wonder. I was I was trying to think if I was crazy and being an asshole while I was watching it, but I was like, have movies in the last like 15 years just like not swung for the fences with? Because this movie swung for the fences with that music, and like I feel like no one takes chances. 
like with soundtracks. I don't know. That I, was my, it's the, just a the, weird time in the music industry, honestly. Yeah. The joke you can make is Guardians of the Galaxy has started what every movie does nowadays of 10, you know, five to 10 songs that are, you know, dancing, pop, yeah. you know, type. I think but in I mean, general, because it's like, it's not like there's like real music in this thing. Well, like, it's the it's, score, like the score swung yeah. to the fences. Like, I yeah. think you just don't have, like, it's the one thing that Star Wars always gets right is like, as much as you can hate on the prequels, the scores for the prequels are fucking amazing. I yeah. don't, Duel I actually the fates. think <laughs> maybe that's problems with like the sequels too, is like, I don't remember the music in the sequels, but that might mm-hmm. just be because they were so bad. I blocked that out too. Yeah. I, I, like, I can tell you Terminator 2 music slaps too. So I'm just saying that, but because it's James It feels Cameron. like they just don't put in the money anymore to get like orchestra music. Yes. <laughs> unless, unless you're John Williams who who's doing the Indiana Jones and star Wars. And like, that's it. You know, Hans Zimmer, doing- Hans Zimmer doing the Burger King commercial. In the Nolan movies. Whopper, whopper, yeah. whopper, whopper. <laughs> Terminator. Uh, uh, Schwarzenegger and Cameron uh, almost came to blows over the line of I'll be back as Schwarzenegger insisted a contraction would be unnatural for a cyborg to say. He said a machine would say it like, I will be back. Cameron was right. <laughs> I mean, more, said, well, Keith, you say that just because it became an iconic line, but yeah. who's to say I will be back wouldn't it become iconic too? Yeah. Uh, Cameron insisted Arnold read the lines as Rand told him to stop rewriting his script. The argument went back and forth for several minutes until finally Arnold broke down and <laughs> said the line the right way. And I want to say I'll be back is in the top. Um, let me see if I can find it. It's in the top, like most quoted. Uh, uh, the movie line I'll be back was voted at the 37th movie quote by the American Film Institution nice. out of 100. And, yeah. and and as of 95 of the 100 greatest movie lines in 2007. Cameron kind of sounds like a raging fucking prick. Oh, oh, he is. So in, in the lore I found, there was a lot of things of people like having shirts. I don't say it in Terminator t- uh, 2, like shirts of like Terminator 3, we won't be back. And it's like one of those things of like what I've been telling is that uh, when reading is James Cameron's one of those guys of uh, do it my way or, you know, it's my it way. It feels like he's mellowed out maybe late, or maybe he's just better at hiding it now. But Jesus Christ, hearing about this stuff from the church, like going to a meeting with the express written idea that you're going to tank the meeting so someone doesn't get a job is such a raging asshole thing to do. Yeah. Uh, the film was not intended to be a sci-fi action movie, but a dark horror film. However, many film viewers felt the film was an action movie when they first saw it in theaters. Cameron was surprised that he decided to make the action movies, uh, make them action movies after this. Months before the release, Cameron did not expect any sort of success in the box office or reviews by critics to come from this film. Ironically, it's now considered to be one of the greatest films of all time. So, yeah, there's that horror uh, thing. Uh, Tom Selleck was almost rumored to be the Terminator, but forced down <laughs> because he was doing he was doing Magnum P.I., Dude, imagine fucking Terminator with that fucking just glorious mustache. <laughs> hey, I'm here from the future, guys. <laughs> hey, I'm walking um, here. But dude, imagine Tom Selleck losing his mustache from flying through the fire. Nice. <laughs> that would have been distracting as fuck for the rest of the movie. <laughs> Where'd it go? Uh, Linda Hamilton broke her ankle. So a lot of the chase scenes, she had to wear the super high socks is for her to protect the ankle. But that was filmed in the latter part of the movie. Like 
they legit filmed the last scenes for her so she can try and heal. Does Lyndall Hamilton have much of a career? Uh, well, Besides she I will, Terminator, Terminator, Terminator Two, uh, Terminator Dark Fate, but she also married Cameron after Terminator Two, but they that only went for. I think they said like seven years, but she really didn't. Let me see. I got it right here. What did she do in the meantime? She did a lot of TV shows. I can see her on Law and Order. She did a lot of TV shows and a lot of TV movies. (laughs) I wonder how much she earned from Terminator. Because I doubt she gets, like, I mean, she would get residuals, but like. Well, like. I like Terminator 2 is on 4K and like I it blows my mind that that is the only movie besides Dark Fate the most recent movie of the only ones on 4K like the original ones not this one is not even on 4K yet. I was about to say I can I, I can understand why 3 through 5 aren't on 4K. <laughs> um but yeah, like I like this is like a fun you know it's that fun action movie of the fact it's like the you know the chase and it's just like I the I like the scene of him fixing his arm and like then the manager of the hotel that he just basically broke into is like, hey, buddy, you're going to leave anytime soon. He's like, fuck off. You know, fuck you. No, he's yeah. like, dude, you smell like cat shit. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck off. That was good. I love like that and like that look in of him yeah. trying to decide a phrase to say something nice, something, something dumb or just fuck off. And it's like, yeah, just fuck off. Um. The I like the scene, you know, I liked all of the scenes, but like I like the Terminator taking down the entire police department, like what you were saying earlier, but like, we have like we have enough men here that can protect you, and then it's just like nope, like the soundtrack <laughs> slap for this scene, and then like the horror stuff of her hiding under the table, and then you see the shadow trying to break into the thing. So it's like, who's the shadow? And it turns, you know, it's Cowries. It, it's such Isn't a genius the way. Weird to... choice by the Terminator, though, to go and drive through the police department as if that was necessary. <laughs> like, why didn't he just start shooting? Why did he feel the need to go get his car and then drive through the police department? That, like the thirty, the thirty cops line was a genius way to set up, like build the tension for an oncoming action scene. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, oh man, they're about to fuck these guys up. Hell yeah, hell yeah, here we go, let's go. Oh, and I appreciated how the cops were fucking spineless babies and ran away <laughs> like real cops would. Well, and they, like, like they they really make you hate them because they're like, this person is clearly insane when they're like laughing at him on the tape. Oh yeah, this <laughs> the fucking psychiatrist was such a piece of shit and like yeah. shows the video of Reese like breaking down and be like, all we're all gonna die, the world's gonna end. Like to the person that just went through this like holy traumatic event, and he's like, yeah, he's he's coke, he's cuckoo, he's he's crazy. I like, loved it. Like, well, who was it? One of them was starting to be like, hey, maybe this guy's like telling the truth a little bit. It was the captain, wasn't it? Yeah, like, the yeah. Captain yeah. seemed yeah. like he was buying yeah. into the whole thing because like he yeah. had a serious face the whole time. Yeah, dude, and they, he was like, they're setting like they set up the whole scene where it made it seem like, oh, the captain's about to be heroic. And do something her and just fucking mowed get down. He down. gets mowed down. Then the guy. I love that. Then the other. <laughs> then the other uh, cops like, hey asshole, and just turns around and like, flat. I'm like, yep. Like, you're dude, just did shot you not down. just watch what happened to him? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's that. Uh, it's the uh, bulletproof. No offense, seat, but yeah. I watch one of you guys get gunned down by a Terminator. I'm not about to jump out and be like, hey asshole, what are you doing? Yeah. Be like, oh, they kind of got what they deserved. He yeah, um. I think it's cool for the the ending of being like the the chase and like how like 
I like the fact that we see like the Terminator as a full exoskeleton that he was of like the idea of like, you know, throughout the whole movie, he's losing bits and pieces of his skin. And then at the very end, we just fully see his, you know, full Dude, body. That, of... that scene was fucked up. And well, also, and the, you made the sorry, you made the, the Halloween comparison earlier. Like they really that's his superpowers. He don't stop. And the yep. same thing with Michael Myers. So like, yep. That like when they showed him like the half like half of him still like crawling towards crawling towards her like dude that was a great scene it's yeah. like it's like the fact of like it's like that horror third third ending the third segment of the movie is like the horror part of like the truck explodes he's in it and she collapses in the like remains in the fire and Kyle Reese is like Sarah and then like they have the moment and then they turn then out of the rubble comes the machine again. It's just like, we got to go. And then it looked so like, it looked so good. Like Mm -hmm. the fucking Terminator, just like the exoskeleton Terminator, like moving. All right. Was a little rough. Yeah. But the, it just looked terrifying. It's, it's like one of those things of that. You can compare them to the aliens. You can compare them to, um the predator just how they look and how such they their look is one of those forever look you know it's like i love the exoskeleton look of the terminator oh yeah people question why the machines made a machine to go back in time but that only living flesh could go back in time (laughs) and so they could show us dong Man. Like your machines, once you make it that. so only machines could go back in time, that did. <laughs> we'll no, find the, out why. The Terminator, yeah, the Terminator face is up there with like. You're right. It's like I think you, if you talk to people that are like, have never seen Terminator and don't know anything about movies, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, like that's familiar. I've seen that before somewhere." Mm-hmm. It's pretty uh, ingrained in like the um, the fuck's the word I'm looking for. The Zeitgeist. What? It's it's in our Zeitgeist. In our in our culture. Yeah. Hmm. Um <laughs> you and your weird uh saying uh do do trying to see if I find anything else. Um No, yeah, you see the dong. Um <laughs> I mean, that's really it. That's about it. See no. some sweet Arnold doll. Oh, the scene where Kyle Reese first arrives in the alley in the film is the same location where Nadia calls Jim from American Pie 2. That's, That's cool. weird. So we have another callback to one of our franchises. Um, I'm, I'm thinking like this movie would have been a blast to like us between like a 16 and an 18 year old back in 1984 and you like get to hang out in your room Hang out with your roommates and smoke weed in the living room and talk about like what like what if this is the future like man you come with all sorts of like fan theories like this this movie I mean, would have been a blast to be like, honestly this would have been a blast to actually get like an actual theater experience out of yeah absolutely uh, film scholars we talked about have a debate if Martin McFly could go back in time and be his own father due to the laws of time travel established from this film. <laughs> <laughs> That's a debate I don't want to get into. So, um, 
I mean, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, yeah, you can totally be your own father, but that's fucking weird, you fucking weirdos. There it is. There's nothing wrong with that. All right, Philip J. Fry. <laughs> uh, they they made books out of it. Uh, oh God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is uh, the computer test terminator. Hey, Joe, I've always associated you with being a big Terminator guy. You're damn right. Did you did you ever take play any of the video games? Uh, yes, I did. Um, I'll, I can I'll, I'll bring it up in uh, Rise of the Machines, but I remember they came out with the basically ter- the Terminator movie where you're Kyle Reese. So I bought that game and I played it all the way up to Rise of the Machines. Uh, they do have what the what? What gen was this? Uh. T one thousand Xbox Xbox because okay. I heard um, the one that came out like a year and a half or two ago was actually like all right or maybe fuck it was probably like three years ago but there was a, there was a PS four Xbox One era game that was supposed to be all right and then there was uh, oh shit there was the arcade game do you guys remember that one with the yeah I was gonna say the, the big, arcade the big game. physical the big physical yep. gun with the light thing. oh yeah like the time crisis type yeah yeah that, that was a blast uh the there's a Terminator companion novel. Does give an explanation on why the skin rots. Of the T eight hundred has an organic heart in its chest cavity. Uh, the real organ it has it's an entire body for the purpose of pumping blood. Um, in the Kyle Reese shooting with the shotgun, it ruptured the heart. Um, that's why he starts losing his blood more, and, his skin more and more, and becoming paler and paler. Um. But yeah, sometimes it's... people just make shit up to like <laughs> fit stuff that happened that doesn't that just doesn't need to be mm-hmm. there. Yeah, boy, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> uh, James Cameron was the voice on the on the uh, answer machine. Nice. And was the manager at the Tiki Motel. Oh, was he really? That's funny. Yeah. Um, I like the yeah, weird this... thing where apparently dogs are just racist against Terminators. Like all they dogs can sniff them out. Terminators. They can sniff them out. <laughs> It's okay to kill Terminators. <laughs> Jesus. Go on, Keith. Um, but yeah, it's that crazy, you know, all the fun stuff about this Terminator movie. Uh, do you guys want to guess what the budget was? 44. 24. Wait, what did you say? 43. Oh. Uh, 6.4 million. Jesus. Movie looks good. <laughs> oh, and uh quick before we get too far down these numbers, as our uh, as our as our avatar correspondent on the podcast, oh, in Avatar 2, there's some pretty clear like winks and homages to Terminator 1, I think, because of the ink specifically the way like they filmed the machines rolling over the skulls and debris. Okay. It's, it's very similar to some of the angles in Avatar 2 and Avatar 1 really. Yeah, Cameron was doing some winks. It was pretty cool. Um, yeah. So budget here was only six point four million for this movie. Uh, the gross for this movie domestically it only got thirty eight million. Internationally forty million. So this movie only got seventy eight million worldwide. That's pretty good return on investment there for an eighty four movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we go to the box office, Keith, do you have a Ebert review? Since I believe he was alive at the time. 
Yeah, and alive and well, uh, Roger Ebert didn't produce a written review that I was able to find, but I watched a clip of Siskel and Ebert talking about it, and he, Ebert, at least Ebert gave it a thumbs up, complimented just a, I think some of his phrasing was like a very competent action movie, like the good chases, good gore. He liked it. I'm I'm curious what other critics thought at that time. Um, yeah, find out. Uh, let's go to the box office for October 6th to the 8th of, uh, or because this is the, uh, uh, like original debut of it. Uh, these are a lot of movies we've never heard of, uh, since, you know, yeah. Uh, coming in number 10 in its sixth week with 1.4 million, all of me. Uh, <laughs> number nine in the second week with 1.5 million, the little drummer, drummer girl. Uh, number eight in its first week with American uh, Dreamer, uh, 1.5 million. Come on, give me one for 10 here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, seven in its first week with 1.6 million. Firstborn, number six in its fourth week one, with 1.7 million. Teachers, uh, number five in its second week with 2 million. Thieves of Hearts, number four, six in its sixth week with 2.7 million. Places in the Heart. A lot of hearts in this uh, thing. Okay. Uh, number three in its first week with two point eight million body double. Literally, um, I'm, I've got one. <laughs> uh, number two in the first week with four million is Terror in the Isles, and then number one with about it was an eighteen thousand dollar difference between one and two is The Terminator. <laughs> I have saw one of those ten movies. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I got, got one. 1984 game apparently. Yeah, you that do. or 1984 was a terrible year. Who won the Oscar in 1984 for best movie? That's a good one. <laughs> I got you right here. Uh, Oscars for the 56 overall Oscars in 1984 was terms of endearment, right? Technically, we should look at 85, shouldn't we? Because technically, that's what it would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the next year. So, 85. Oh, uh, shit. Amadeus. Amadeus. That fucking Purple Rain came out that was best score. Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Dude, I don't fucking know. Who the who are these? Who the fuck is F. Murray Abraham? That's called 1984. Uh, let's go to the ratings. IMDb gave this movie an 8.1 out of 10. Ron Tomato, all audience, uh, all critics and top critics, both are at 100%. And audience gave this an 89. Before we glaze them, we're going to rank them as we're going to be doing ranking movie, hero, slash Terminator, since uh, you know, one of the <laughs> switches. Uh, villain, uh, the Arnie and uh, you've been terminated. The best kill. So for we hero, for any context on what Arnie means, it's just it's the best Arnold moment. I mean, yeah. the best the Arnie. Arnie, the best. It's the most Arnie. Who, who has the? Which one has the most Arnie? The most Arnie. Okay, <laughs> the best Arnie moment. Yeah, yeah, we can figure that out. Uh, so <laughs> overall, hero Terminator. So it's Kyle Reese for this Kyle. one, unless you want to go Sarah Connor. No, Kyle's the hero. Uh, yeah, yeah, Reese is the hero. Mm -hmm. uh, villain, it would be Terminator 1. 
Um, what was his? Was it 400, 800? What was his model number? The T100, isn't it? He's a T100. Yes. The T100 is one of them. And then we're due. You've been terminated. What's the best kill? It's got to be when he just sticks his arm into his body and kills him, right? I I like the wrong. I like the wrong. You can't do that here. Wrong. Oh, that that's true. Or the heart pull. Heart pull. You have the. You've been wrong. You have the him busting the door down to kill one of the co- Sarahs. Um, the cops just, just wrecking the whole cops. That's like best uh, action sequence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, Keith, um, you're right. It is the T800 for Arnold. Yeah, because the eight hundreds have skin. That was like the the one hundreds didn't have skin. Oh yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, so yeah, what's the best you've been terminated? <sighs> Gun. I don't know. That one's hard. I'm gonna go. My vote's heart pull. That's my vote. Uh, I, I mean, Rick's Joe's like... though is still also pretty fucking good. That's such yeah. a good scene. Yeah. But the the gun shop. Which one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah was, the, like, hey, you can't do that. Yeah. Wrong. All right, so it's a heart pull. Okay. Uh, the best. Uh, what's the Arnie for this movie? I'll be back. Yeah, I mean, it has to be. Yeah. I'll be back. But Dong, parentheses Dong. <laughs> I'll be back. In parentheses, Dong. Got it. Yeah, and then movie be movie. Man, I'm so nervous between one and two. This is going to be fun. <laughs> so let's uh, glaze them. Uh, I will say that I know on the last... Uh, I, we're really terrible at when we do a new franchise to pre-glaze, but lucky enough, I caught it. The, like, caught it. Whoa, 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 whoa. This isn't Keith Ermine's bit. You're terrible at making sure we pre-glaze. Oh, I, oh, I know we're terrible because I he have said it we, set up. He? Yeah, he said we. <laughs> as if we I, had I, know when, I know when we pre-glaze and we don't do it... The, <laughs> when we start a new franchise because it's always is always keith because keith always does something to like goes on a rant about dragging something i'm like what i'm with it and then you can go to nocellentainment.com you guys do like to talk about dragons i like to do that in january 6th uh you got any uh, glaze theme music there keith uh rick uh of course i mean first of all it's terminator (laughs) we have iconic music for this one Dun 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 dun. Plays those fucking stars. Dun 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 dun. dun. What do you give it, Keith? You got me with that one. <laughs> got you good. <laughs> you Kenny Keith? Omega does a sweet flip over the top rope. <laughs> Sorry, you I got Keith? distracted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, shit. You again. Yeah, once a... again. And you go to nocellentainment.com since Keith is distracted. Am I uh, Am I allowed to know what I gave uh, Terminator Zero? Uh, you gave Terminator uh, no. Zero three and a half. You really didn't like that prequel. Yeah. Well, I guess now three and a half is not a bad rating. So, like, no, you kind of like the prequel. And they, like, spelled it out. Like, they were very of... in your face about, like, yeah. No, but so Sarah in, in Connor anticipate... just turned 18. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was, it was the movie starts with their quinceanera. Keith, <laughs> you know that's not turning eighteen, right? I need I yeah, no, need you to know ends, that quinceanera. To Keith, it is. It ends with her Dacio era. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a little, little little number humor for y'all out there. 
in Spanish. Yeah. Um, no, I've, I've, I've been stressing out about this number because this is watching. It's damn near, damn near, damn near a perfect movie, like one of those perfect movies. But I think in anticipation, I think the real conversation with this is between one and two. So I'm going to go four and a, four, four stars. Oh, wow. the, the reason the reason it suffers is that like I don't ever like I like I'll, I'll watch two over and over and over and over and over again in my life. I don't ever just like have the urge to throw on one. See, I was I came into the conversations tonight out of four. I think I'm going to go to four and a quarter. I think the ending brings it up. I was honestly through most of the movie out of three and a half. Because I Keith, I did where you said that the exposition dumps were well done. I disagreed with that. <laughs> I found those exposition dumps very boring, <laughs> mainly just because I thought the acting through the first third, gotcha. first half of the movie was fucking atrocious. Like the acting and how they read lines in this movie to me was so bad. But when we got to the point where people didn't have to talk anymore and there was just sweet fucking killer robot stuff, top notch shit. I'm going to go four and a quarter. Uh, I am with Rick. I am four and a quarter as well. Um, uh, it's one of, you know, again, the first two movies are some of my favorite movies of all time. And um, so that brings I, the Terminator in at a 4.17, making it our second best movie so far of 2023. Okay. Uh pre-glaze here. Uh Keith and Rick bit went four and a half and I went four. Um, so let's pre-glaze for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. <laughs> I'm not gonna have the balls to do it. I was I'm thinking go, about it. <laughs> I'm gonna go four and three quarters. I'm not going to have the balls to do it. I'm going to go four and three quarters. Keith? I'm going to be even more of a coward and go four and a half. You coward. Do, do it. Just do it. I'm pre-glazing <laughs> at five, and I can tell you that oh. right now. I can tell you that right now. Pre-glazing at five. This is unbelievable. Keith and I just came in so much like, I don't know. I don't think I can do it. Uh, it it's going to be like, it's going to be like really good, but not the best, the best, most good. <laughs> Coward. <laughs> I just, it so, feels weird to like, especially a movie I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, to expect perfection is weird. <laughs> yeah. You psycho. Um, <laughs> I expect perfection in T2. I, in my I mean, mind, if, may. if any of us were going to do it, it'd be the man who's probably seen it a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that T2, I've owned like every version of T2 as much as possible, but somehow someone stole my like, uh, my DVD of it that came in the steel plated with the exoskeleton. Oh, that, that's on iconic. It. <laughs> yeah. Someone stole that. And I don't know Please. how, but it was yeah. probably Keith. It was probably Keith. I sold it. Keith to went buy, to uh, Keith Joe went to Minnesota Joe Buster. With. <laughs> Keith went to Joe Buster and never returned his stuff. <laughs> so, this brings then to the Terminator. As we're moving on to Terminator Two, Judgment Day, in 1991. So remember that 1991. So yeah, seven, seven years, years later. later. Classic Cameron. <laughs> 
God damn it, Keith. <laughs> Vintage. So uh, I can't wait to talk about it because, like I said, it's one of my top movies of all time. So we're, uh, come back here next week and uh, we're talking about Terminator 2, Judgment Day. But you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias at No So Entertainment or No So ENT on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Come on me with me if you want to live. <laughs> <laughs>